Welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. For today's episode, we are going to be talking NHL. We're going to be giving your standings, our playoffs, and our award predictions. And we'll also talk some NBA. There is talk out there that they're looking to expand, and you won't believe how much they think they can get for an expansion team. Enjoy! Happy New Year, everyone! We are back after about a three-week absence. Hello! Um... Uh, we've had some NBA. The NFL season finished without a cancellation of a game, which was amazing. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Considering all the doom doomsday people were like, they're they're not going to make it past week four. Yeah, you know, so good for them. But not without some bad luck for like the the Browns, for instance. Like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the Browns are really getting uh, getting hammered on um, on uh, the COVID stuff. They're they've got. What ten people on the COVID list right now? Right, yeah, including their starting right guard, I think, but Patino and uh, yeah uh, Stefanski. Like that's just a joke. I can't believe yeah, they're, they're and... gonna not be able to play the first playoff game in this long without their head coach. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're playing playing the Steelers, their arch nemesis. Oh, like it could only happen to the Browns. I mean, I guess they almost lost to the Steelers in the final week of the season when the Steelers didn't even had Mason Rudolph playing quarterback. Mm -hmm, So the Browns mm -hmm. probably aren't going to win anyway. But Mm -hmm. although I like the Browns team, Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I like the I like the old school Smash Mouth football. Yeah, the running, the running running game with with Chubb and Hunt and Miles Garrett's a difference maker on the D line. Uh, What did you think of the whole Eagles? Uh, Redskins, or sorry, not Redskins, Washington football team, my bad. Right, WFT. My bad. Uh, that whole scenario with benching of Hurts to go to Sudfeld. Yeah, Collinsworth and Al Michaels both said Redskins on the broadcast, so you're you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, man, I, I didn't like it. But it was weird because the reason I didn't like it is because it was the primetime game on the Sunday and everyone was watching it, and it made such a difference as to as for the Giants missing out. So you're thinking if it was if it was if it was if, earlier in the day, people would have cared much less. Yeah. Uh, my thing to the Giants missing out: don't be six and ten. That's true. That's true. Um, this year, I threw it in our group chat. This is why they should do top fourteen regardless of conference. I am tired. Seven and nineteen making the playoffs, and the ten and six Dolphins don't. This yeah. is ridiculous. That's true. Because it's, it happens every year. There's always a weak division. There's always a weak division, and it's cyclical. I remember the Cowboys getting in with a similar record. Yeah, uh, and Seahawks did that one Seahawks, year. Seahawks, that's actually what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. And then that was Beastquake. Yeah. That was when they beat the Saints. Yeah. Um, it's just... You could have your divisions for scheduling purposes and for travel purposes, whatever you want. But when it comes to playoffs, it should be the top 14 teams, regardless. Well, then the counter-argument to that is now you would have eliminated Beast. Beast Quake or Beast Take from uh, from Marshawn Lynch. I'm sure. I'm sure the Saints would appreciate that. Yeah, they probably. They don't, they don't want to remember that. <laughs> that that's just you know. I don't know. God, for a team as good as the Saints, they had some shitty luck. Uh, six and ten, like a six and yeah. ten team could have won the division and hosted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That would have been ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is. But I also I I didn't really understand what why Peterson was taking this time to now evaluate. The third string guy. I guess they're maybe looking forward to next year and thinking Wentz isn't going to be there. But still, Sunfeld's been there for four years. Yeah. What else do you need to to 
evaluate. And you, Hertz is the guy you need to evaluate. And you do need to evaluate Hertz. That's yes. why I'm thinking. So none of that made sense to me. And I know he said earlier in the week or something that he was going to be doing this, but everything about it rubbed me the wrong way. And and I agree. Like, if you're 6-10, and 10, you probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs if you're yeah. the Giants. But everything about it rubbed me the wrong way. I've never seen a professional national broadcast team like Collinsworth and Al Michaels just beat down a team verbally on yes. the air like like they did yes, in that game. Yes, they did not hold back. They yeah. were just like, this is this is the dumbest thing. Yeah, bizarre. They but were you know what? Yeah. That's what you get, NBC, for flexing in the NFC East matchup. This like, year especially, man. Everyone loves a nice, you know, Cowboys-Eagles-Giants-Redskins rivalry. But this year, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, looking back on the week, it should have been Titans-Texans. Sure, or Rams Cardinals would have been good too. They could have done. Oh no, Rams Cardinals was was junk. No, two backup quarterbacks. You can't be doing that. Important, important game though. Important game. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess. And they couldn't do. They couldn't do Bears Packers because they already did that on a Sunday night like three weeks ago. So they couldn't go back to that. I know. (laughs) So just a joke. Yeah, it was. Um. So the playoffs are starting this weekend. Nice and exciting. Uh, let's transition to NBA quickly. A report came out this week saying that, um, the NBA is looking at expanding by possibly two teams and the, like the offices in, in the NBA feel like they can get 2.5 billion. That's a, with a B billion dollars per team. That's, that's a big number. And like you said, off air, it ain't the Knicks. Well, yeah, yeah, because there are teams, there are teams and franchises in this world that are worth over two point five billion dollars. But it's not like think of a recent expansion team. It's not the Bobcats. Like the Bobcats aren't worth two point five billion dollars. Exactly. So you're you're paying you're paying to play basically. You're paying to get in the club where maybe one day you it will be worth that. But uh, it's going to be hard at first. The Seattle Kraken's expansion fee was six hundred and fifty million. Much uh, less popular sport. Much less popular sport, granted. Yeah. And Vegas Golden Knights was $500 million. They're all going up, obviously, They're too. They're all going up. Uh, but $2.5 billion, um, Cities that have been thrown out there is like Louisville, Mexico City, Las Vegas, Seattle. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. Somebody threw out Vancouver mm. as a possible thing. Um, I actually watched a, I watched a YouTube uh like documentary like a little short on the Vancouver Grizzlies and how like poor yeah their their existence was like they were only over 500 for like 10 days total of their entire existence in Vancouver right but jeez <laughs> <laughs> and then, you like, know what they made some draft picks like big country reeves and stuff yes, like that wasn't uh, exactly well and Steve Francis yeah you know like he didn't want to play there and you traded him for like like Nobody of consequence. He really was the best too. Remember, yeah. remember Sharif Abdul Rahim. Abdul Rahim, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Jeez, that's a blast from the past. Um, so I, I doubt Vancouver would get a team. I wouldn't go uh, to Vancouver. Out of those ones you listed, I would go Seattle, Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah, and then and then the other ones. I'm fine with Louisville, New Mexico, whatever. But I would go Seattle. Oh no, Mexico Vegas. City. Sorry, I said Mexico, Mexico City. Mexico City. Oh, I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Mexico yeah. City. Mexico City. I thought I read New Mexico. Okay, no, Mexico okay. City. Um. To me, it's Seattle and Las Vegas. They yes. just Seattle needs to bring back the Supersonics, and yeah. Vegas now has NFL and NHL. Right, NBA is the next one. And They're all going to go there eventually. And baseball will be there eventually too, right? Yeah. But I just I could not believe two point five mm-hmm. billion dollars that the players would not see any of that money that goes into the owners' coffers. Yeah. Uh, and that's a way to help with the the shortcomings from COVID from not having fans. Right. And I think if 
for one expansion team, that gives every team in the NBA $166 million, yes. I think, when you break that down. Yes. So I can see why they would want to do that. Yes, that, that's, a, that's a lot of dough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy who just bought the the Nets bought them for 2.3. 2.3, yeah. So, and he was a Russian oligarch or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You have to be at this point to buy these teams. Like. <laughs> right? Like, who's walking around yeah. with like 2.5 and like assets that like he can leverage assets to buy this team for 2.5 billion dollars yeah exactly oh my goodness no kidding um but Putin, that's Putin's that's gonna be the next owner <laughs> um exciting times for uh for the nba that that would lead to a restructuring of divisions and all that kind of stuff especially if they would two west teams yeah i don't know if they would uh, so and of course we don't know if they're gonna get that this is just a, a basically a something that the league probably yeah. leaked to gain some reaction to yeah it. Like, exactly these get, people um, do this all the time yeah you know, start high and then come down. You know, it could be somewhere closer yeah. to, I think, like one point three billion or something like that. Whatever it is, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, for the for the teams, for the owners. <clears throat> but like uh, two point five, that's half of what the most expensive franchises in the world are worth. Like if you look at uh, the Dallas Texas, are usually around. Uh, sorry, I meant the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're somewhere around five billion dollars. Yeah, as the most successful franchise in the world. Yeah, and I, I don't know what soccer teams are worth. I know they're right up there too, but I think they're probably about. Well, Man United's got to be up there and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah. still, I think the the most highest ranked soccer team like Man United would be kind of close to the Cowboys, probably around the same. So either way, you're asking to get an expansion team in the NBA for half of what the most valuable franchises in all of the world are. Yeah. That's gonna and, be tough. and you're not even going to be good. <coughs> no, you know, no, you're gonna no, be no. good right away. Um, what What was the last expansion team that really took off in the NBA? Like, I'm, I, I honestly can't even think of one. Like, that that just kind of came in and did really well. Like, it's it's hard. I to don't think it ever happened. No, like it happens it sometimes, and it's happened. Well, I guess it's hockey. only happened once in hockey. It That's was the true. Golden Knights. That's true. Because they 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 had they had smart uh, smart management, and they were able to leverage the threat of taking players into getting good players. Correct. Yeah, that's you know, true. Like they're everyone was playing checkers, and they were playing chess. You know. Yeah, that's not going to happen um, again to the Kraken, unfortunately no. for them. Um, another thing about the Grizzlies and Raptors when they came in, which I did not know. Uh, quick tidbit here is that they agreed. That for the first three years of their existence, so the 96, 97, or I think it was four years, 98 and 99 drafts, they were not allowed to pick, like, even if they finished with the worst record in the league, mm-hmm. they were not allowed to pick uh, number one. Really? Yeah. They they were, they or top three or something like Why that. Why was they, that a stipulation? They agreed to it. I think the teams didn't want these yeah. expansion teams. It's just because they knew that they were going to suck. Exactly. So... The Grizzlies were worse than the Raptors, so the Grizzlies should have had Allen Iverson. <laughs> okay, in '96, they also should have had Tim Duncan in '97. Jeez, but they were forbidden from picking top three because of an agreement they signed coming into the league. It was probably a it was a probably something they needed to do to get into the league. They're probably like, you know what, you guys are going to suck for a few years. Yeah. We're not allowing these. We're not allowing these marquee players that we know are coming up yeah. to go to. The GMs are sitting yeah. there. We're like, we're not allowing this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We're not letting these new guys get this all this talent. Yeah. Oh, could you Matt? Like, the, oh, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Just quick tidbit on that. That was crazy. Uh, all right. So for the main course here, NHL is coming back next week. It's a week. Looking forward to it. Uh, season begins January thirteenth. It's going to be fifty six games. All games will be played within the, their divisions. Uh, to uh, obviously to lessen travel 
and to you know maintain border controls and all that stuff because like cat can eat once you cross the border you got to quarantine for yeah, 14 so days it just or doesn't work what i didn't find out is there's one thing they were talking about is with trades how that will work like with a trade yeah. deadline you know yeah. um they're gonna have to work around it because they're not they're gonna have to yeah. do something they're gonna have to get special exemptions or something like that uh top four in each division make the playoffs the trade deadline's april 12th and the regular season ends may 8th hopefully <laughs> I put hopefully because you know uh, who the fuck knows you know we, we were hoping for the season last year to end and it took a lot longer. I'm more um, excited for this season, aren't you? Though, like not, I am not because being in the a ca- bubble, not being in a bubble, and because it's all can all yeah. Canadian division, and I just think that's going to be batshit. Yeah, that is going to be a batshit division. Exactly. Like there's you know you lose some things, but you gain some things. Basically, the two divisions I look forward to seeing the most are the North Division and then the East Division. That East Division. That East crazy. Division is fucking stacked. And of course, the North is is going to be awesome because it's all markets that care about hockey going yes, head to head. Yes, and and hopefully they start getting fans, mm-hmm. you know, in their buildings. Uh, the West Division is going to kind of be, meh, and the Central I just do not care at all. The, like they <laughs> they put all the teams that I care very little about in one division yeah. just for me, so I can avoid that entire slate. But pretty evenly matched, though. Like, all of them have some really good teams. All of them yep. have some lesser teams. So, yep. it's going to be... Uh, uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So, where do you want to start? Uh, are you going to use... Do you want to do the division rankings? How we yeah, let's see do see them do. Okay, sure. Let's start with the North. All right. I'll go first. Okay. I, it pains me to say it. I, I think Vancouver is actually going to win the North. Whoa! Yeah, I like their young guys. Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson... Horvat, Brock Besser, I think they're going to win. Okay. And I think they're going to be challenged by Calgary as number two. I got, holy cow, I'm a little maybe Western bias here. I got Ed, <laughs> I got, I got Edmonton at number three and Toronto we, at number four. If we have any listeners in Toronto, they're going to be mad at you. They hate me long before this episode <laughs> if you live in Toronto. And then rounding out? Uh, and then I got, uh, so uh, Toronto was fourth. Winnipeg, Montreal, Ottawa. So I got three East teams out. Uh, so you're not feeling the Montreal, their moves in the offseason? You don't think it'll I like, I think I like it. I think it was good. But I think the rest of these teams are, I think they're just really strong. Um, so I went number one, the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Number two, Oilers. Number three, Flames. Number four, Canadians. Number five, Canucks. I, I don't believe in Thatcher Demko. Yeah, that's a that's that a big por- that's a big part that of it, much. obviously. Uh, and Braden Holtby has not looked good the last couple of years. Yeah, I I just don't know. And usually, like young teams, when they do that, when they get that uh, little jump, they they usually regress. There's a little regression. The next year. You yeah. know, like it, it's not a linear. Like we just keep on going up the mountain. It's usually yeah. you slide back down, and then you start coming back up again. So obviously, what I'm hoping is that Demko does keep yes. that level, and then Pitt Pedersen. And, you know, yeah. Quinn Hughes and those guys take a jump. Uh, so Canucks fifth, Jets, and then Senators uh, in last. Now, I will say, between the Oilers, so two, three, four, and five, Oilers, Flames, Canadians, Canucks, mm-hmm. that can all flip-flop, but I bet you it'll finish within three points. Yeah, it'll be, I can it'll see be, that. It'll be such a close battle. Like, I coin flip, I don't fucking know. Especially- I can see the Flames... Uh, topping the Oilers, I could see the Canucks topping the Canadians, I could see the Canucks topping the Flames. I could see that all those scenarios. And like you said, with all the three point games that are going to be happening, you know yep. there's going to be a ton of those going into overtime. If you, I totally agree, it could be uh, Jets. Points. I think they're going to trade Lane, oh, so that's yeah. why I bumped them yeah. down. Uh, Senators, I think they're going to be a tough play, but mm-hmm. they just don't have the talent. They've gotten better, and the Leafs. 
I think they're going to come out on a mission. It's a shortened season, mm-hmm. and I think they're just going to come out and they're going to play like almost fire wagon hockey. You know, they're yeah. going to, they're just going to be flying around. I do think they're going to have a good year too. All right, Wes, I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, first, Golden Knights. Second, Avalanche. Third, Blues. Fourth, I said the Sharks. They're going to rebound. Uh, fifth, Wild. Six, Kings. Seven, Ducks. Eight, Coyotes. There you go. We got a couple different. Um, I will say I put the Wild out of the playoffs because I don't want to see them in the fucking playoffs. They're the most boring team. Why? Why? Why are they so boring? I, I agree no with clue. you, but why? I have no clue. But they are the most. They have boring jerseys. They got boring fucking players. I think I just, a lot of it has to do with their care. I think so much of it has to do with their jerseys. I honestly feel that. I just like. But you're right. They don't have. A, just yeah. like, oh my god, this yeah. team. And they, obviously, they were coached by Jacques LeBaire back yes, in the day. Mr. So, so, Mr. Trap. So that's that's one of. They were definitely boring back then. But oh my god. And plus, I went to a game one time. Took someone from work who was out of from from Interior BC to a game in Calgary. Huge hockey fan. So excited to come to a game at the Saddle Dome. And it was a Wednesday night between the Wild and the Flames in February. And, and, yeah, of course yeah. it was. And it was and it was icing after icing after icing. <laughs> it was the, just the dumbest game I've ever been to. Like I apologized on the way out. <laughs> like I did something wrong by bringing them there. Oh my goodness! All right, what do you got in the West? So I got Colorado. I think they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights second, St. Louis third. I do have Minnesota slipping into the playoffs. Yeah, Sorry, Jess. Arizona, Los Angeles. I don't think San Jose is going to have a rebound personally, and Anaheim I think is going to be bad for a couple more years until uh, Ryan Getzlaff decides he wants to get out of there so they can move on. Fair enough. Uh, Golden Knights I did put in first because mm-hmm. I just Pierre Luc Dubois wants out of Columbus. He's you think he's going to go there? I think I because he's only signed for like five mil a season for the he, next two years. He goes there. That's a game changer yeah, for the Golden and Knights. I, they're looking for that number one center. And they'd have I, to get rid of someone, right? Like a oh, Patrick or someone. Like yeah. I, I don't even think of Patrick. I think they would just give up some prospects and some picks. But would they need cap space? Is they what would. I'm wondering. They would, but 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 like you said, it Dubois' it, contract isn't that big. It was not that big, and they don't need a Patrick type to go. Like no. I, I can just totally see the Golden Knights making a move. To get Dubois, and then suddenly get the number one center, and they got Petrangelo, and they got those two goalies, and I'm just like, I just have a feeling. I don't know. Did you hear what Elliot Friedman was reporting that, uh, and the way the wording of it was weird to me because he basically said uh, Pierre Luc Dubois is looking for a bigger stage to play on. Yeah, and I'm like, who who openly goes out and says that? Like, and I don't know if the player said it or if Elliot's paraphrasing or what. Yeah. that's inviting a lot of shit sometimes yeah, exactly. that you might not want. Like, exactly. I, I don't like the yeah. anonymity of being in Columbus. Well, you might not like the, the spotlight of being in New York exactly. or Montreal like there, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Hey. Interesting. I love him as a player, though. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. Yeah. Um, he can take a lot of shit, too, because Tortorella just treats him like garbage. He sure like, does. Tortorella, no, I know Tortorella doesn't treat all his players like garbage. I'm obviously overstating it, but uh, the, some of the arguments they had back and forth on the bench were funny last year. All right, Central. Central. I got uh, watching Dallas really closely in the playoffs last year. I think that team is actually phenomenal. If they can keep it together the way they were playing, I got them as number one, beating the Stanley Cup champs Tampa Bay in that division. So I got Dallas, Tampa Bay, Columbus. Just talked about some of the reasons I like them. And Carolina fourth. So that's like Nashville. I think Nashville's a great team. They could easily be in the top four. Um, And then I got Nashville, Chicago, Florida, Detroit. Florida, Detroit are easy at the bottom for me. Florida may be better than Detroit. Detroit's still at the bottom easily for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, 
I put pa- I put Panthers twice when I meant to put Blackhawks. Thanks for doing that. Panthers. There they're go. they're going to be so bad. They're both both versions of the Panthers <laughs> won't miss won't make the playoffs. Uh, so I got the Lightning uh, finishing first. Mm-hmm. Hurricane second, Predators nice. third, Blue Jackets fourth, Stars missing, and this is Whoa. why, because um, Bishop is hurt to start the year. So is Sagan. And so is Sagan. Yeah. And in a shortened season, they may not be back in time to salvage. You know, that's a good point. And, there is a yeah. cur- and I think there is a curse for the runner-up. Yeah. You know? Uh, I also, like, and it's tough for a team to repeat. Like, I don't think, I think the Lightning are going to be a little complacent. You know, I agree. Yeah, uh, because you just won. You 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 climbed the mountain. What else is there to prove? Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, Here's a question: yeah. When is Ben Bishop not injured? That is true. Yeah, that is true. like that, to that, say that, Ben that, Bishop that, is injured to start the season is like saying that you know Jerome tw- McGinley is a slow starter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just one of those it's things. Just something that's common knowledge. Uh, and then six, seven, eight: Panthers, Blackhawks, Red Wings. Yeah. Feel bad for the Blackhawks too. They always. Talk. I don't. They got three cops. Well, Fuck, you could take some losing, man. That was a bad way to put it. I do, <laughs> I don't feel bad for them. I uh, like for their fans. Like their fans right now must just be like, what are we doing? Because they can't. They're not going to be a Stanley Cup contender again with Taze and Kane. In no, my in my personal not opinion, not with their cap hits. No, no. Nope. And Seabrook and Keith, like like. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some big time moves there. So I wonder if they've approached those guys already and said, what do you want to do here? Because like in order for things to advance there, uh, someone has to go or um, maybe two people. Did you have a feeling when, uh, and this is like Taves thing, like he's, he's got an illness. He's not able to start the year. Did you feel like it was like Marion Hosa where it's like, it's like suddenly like to take it like the cap hit off the books or something like he's that. He's doing that this year? Yeah, he's not going to be starting this year like they're So is he on the long-term IR? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just are, weird, hey. But are they in a cap crunch because if they add someone, they're going to have to make a move when Taze comes back. Uh, that I don't know. That yeah. I don't know. It's just like the cynic in me when I saw that uh when I saw that uh, article about it. I was like, hmm. They could. Mm. It, maybe it's just a situation where he's not on on the long term IR, yeah. but he's just they're just like we're gonna ease you in slow, man. Like, yeah, maybe it's been you played a lot of hockey. That's true. All right, in the East, and this is this this fucking division. I didn't even know. Oh, this whole thing could be. I can mine could be completely backwards. Between for me, one through seven, for <laughs> me, could fucking flip flop and be anyway, and and. One through seven, it could be like eight points separating one and seven. Seriously. I was just looking at my list. I'm like, who do you got at the end? But I forgot to put a team on here. I got them too. Uh, it's just like, yeah. first off, I think we both can agree the Devils are going to be in last. Yeah. They just don't, they don't have the talent no. to match up with these other teams. Now, the rest of seven, I don't fucking know. I agree. I went with Penguins number one. Um, I'm, I'm banking on the health of Crosby and Malkin mm-hmm. in a shortened season. Flyers number two. Capitals three. Bruins four because they're going to be missing their big guns. They're missing Pasternak, Pasternak. and Bergeron to start the year. Yeah, is that Pasternak and Marchand or Pasternak and Bergeron? I think it's Pasternak and Marchand are missing the okay. start of the season, and they lost Tory Krug and Chara. Yep. You know, there's a lot of change going there. Sabers uh, to just miss Rangers, Islanders, then Devils. Yeah, and, uh, and the Islanders fuck, were, like know. the Islanders were good last year. I, I agree with you; they could easily be in four. But they three. they haven't signed Barzell, and that's why I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not. Or the last I heard, they hadn't signed Barzell. Yeah. I could be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, I checked. I, th- I think I checked two or three days ago, and they hadn't signed Barzell yet, and that that's worrisome if you haven't signed your uh, your big 
big gun. Mike's going to check on his phone here. He's awesome. So, he, so we don't... Uh, they'll get him. Like if, a, if they didn't already, they will get him. They, But I don't think they have the cap room. That's the problem. They will get him. <laughs> uh, Sabres, even with getting Taylor Hall, like, I could see the Sabres making the playoffs over the Bruins. The you know, Sabres, if, if, yeah. I know, that's the thing, right. too. I know. Um, but it's just that division, that's going to be fun hockey. And all these teams hate each other. That's the best part. That's they true. They said... In 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 the like that Easter conference, they're like, let's put the eight teams that fucking despise each other in a division together. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's and yeah. and the other eight teams will just throw them in. We don't fucking care. I know. And yeah. I, I already got like I, just to go ahead a little bit. I already got like Pittsburgh and Washington meeting in the first round of the playoffs. Like, oh, there you just, go. Like, there you how go. Crazy that would be. My phone doesn't work in your basement. <laughs> we'll post it on the Twitter later. There you go. Yeah. So what do you got for the East? Uh, for the East, I got Pittsburgh one, Philly two, Boston three, Washington four, New York five, New York Islanders five, Buffalo six, Rangers seventh, New Jersey eight. And, and like I said, I could see New New, the Rangers even be, being better than I got. I could see Buffalo being much better than I got. I could see Buffalo getting in the fourth spot and being a really tough out in the in the first round. Yep. Like, I, yeah, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. All right, let's do our playoff predictions now. All right. Um, so I'll go first. In the North Division, I got the Leafs beating the Habs oh. and the Flames beating the Oilers. Because, you know, why not have... They just set this up perfectly right? for the best playoffs. <laughs> right. Uh, and then the Leafs would beat the Flames in the second round, mm. and that would put them in the conference final. Who do you got in the North Division? That would hurt. I got <laughs> that would hurt. Yes. I got Vancouver facing off against Toronto in the first round. Calgary against Edmonton. So we got the same Calgary Edmonton there. I got Vancouver. Or oh, sorry, were we just doing the North? no? Go go through to the okay. conference. Okay. Yeah, on that and then I got Vancouver Calgary meeting in the semifinals, which would be awesome. I got Calgary beating them. So I got Whoa. Calgary. I got Calgary going far. Don't call me a home. This here. uh, well, what needs to happen is Gaudreau and Monahan need to refine their form from two seasons ago. And if right. they do that, and Markstrom is good, is good. Yeah. Then they, I can totally see this. But yeah. if Gaudreau and Monaghan are where they need to be, it's not going to happen. You know what I was thinking? They need those horses to get going. When I was setting this up, I was thinking, I was like, what? Ha- what's something that could happen with the Flames? What's one thing that could happen to the Flames that would be a good indicator that they had a successful season? Like, it was just I was just playing this little game yeah. in my head. And I'm like, you know what? If Sean Monaghan scores 30-plus goals this year, that will mean that so many things have went right for the Flames. Yes. It'll mean that Johnny Gaudreau had a great year. It will mean that uh, Sean Monaghan will be happy and playing inspired hockey. It will mean that they're going to be winning games. It will mean that uh, less pressure on the Kachuk line. It will mean so many things. Like if, if mm-hmm. Monaghan can flirt with 30, get you know 30 plus. Yeah, 25 to 30, yeah. That would be just amazing. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Um, yeah, and and for my matchups, I think I just really want an Oilers Flames playoff series. We did not get it. Yeah, we haven't gotten it yet, and I just need to see that hate. There's a really good chance it could happen with and the way the divisions playing, are set up. They're playing ten games against each other, so by the time the playoffs come around, they're gonna be so sick. They're gonna be hating each other. Yeah. All right, what do you got coming out of the West Division? <clears throat> In the West, I got Colorado facing Minnesota. And then St. Louis facing the Golden Knights. I got Colorado beating Minnesota. And I got the Vegas Golden Knights beating the St. Louis Blues. And then I got Colorado beating the Golden Knights. Okay. I have the Knights over the Sharks. And the Avalanche over the Blues. And the Avalanche to beat the Knights. Mm-hmm. We both uh, got the Avalanche. I think the I think McKinnon's going to be a Turner Force this year. I think yeah. he's going to be amazing. I agree. 
Uh, okay, I'll go to the central. I got the lightning over the Blue Jackets, Hurricanes okay. over Predators, and then I got the Hurricanes beating the lightning in the second round because the lightning, yeah. they're not going to have the same fire. Yeah, I agree with you. So Hurricanes into the conference final. What do you got in the central? I think the Hurricanes are a great pick too. I don't have them going that far, but I, I do like the pick. It's the goaltending that worries me with the Hurricanes, <laughs> yeah. but who the fuck knows? Trades can happen. They're doing it in an interesting way yeah. with the analytics and everything. Uh, I got Dallas against Carolina, and I said before how much I like Dallas. I got Dallas beating Carolina. And then this is where I agree with you that I think Tampa Bay is going to have a bit of a hangover because I got them playing against the Blue Jackets, and I got the Blue Jackets beating them out in the first round. Okay. So then the semifinal, I got Dallas against the Columbus Blue Jackets, and I got Dallas going to the to the uh, final. Okay. Uh, east. What do you got in the East? In the East, I got Pittsburgh against Washington with Pittsburgh winning. Philly against Boston with Philly winning. And then I got Pittsburgh beating Philly. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get some hate in that second yeah. round. Hey? Oh, yeah. 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 That'd be perfect. Uh, and, then, and then you said uh, Pittsburgh beats Philly? Um, yeah, Pittsburgh beats Philly. Yeah. Okay. And then, so for the East, I got the Penguins beating the Bruins, Flyers beating the Capitals, so I'm with you. Yeah. But I got the Flyers beating the Penguins. Okay. Um, I could easily see that too. And my, my awards will tell you why this is happening. Okay, makes sense. Uh, now the final four, what happens is they're ranked one through four based on their regular season standings. So this is not going to be an East versus West it final not, necessarily. Not, it could not, be, but it, not it, necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, mine actually ends up being East versus West. I don't. I didn't get too crazy. Uh, but my, my seeds, I have the Avs will be the one seed. Leafs will be two. Uh, Flyers will be three. Hurricanes will be four. And, and that gotcha. is what I figured it would be. Okay. So. And I got I got Dallas as the number one seed. Uh, Colorado as the number two seed. Pittsburgh as the number three. And uh, Calgary as the number four. Okay. Uh, so I got the Avs over the Hurricanes. Nice. Uh, and then the Leafs over the Flyers. So you got an Avs. Avs versus Leafs Stanley wow. Cup. With the Avalanche winning the Stanley Cup. There you go. All yes. right. So I got Calgary's run comes to an end here. I got Dallas beating Calgary. And then I got Colorado beating Pittsburgh. So I got a... Oh, da- that would be a fun series. I got though. a Dallas... Holy shit. Dallas-Colorado final. A West final. A whole all-West final. Yeah. And I, like you, I got the Avs winning the Stanley Cup. Look at that. We're I, on the same page. We, I, we both picked the Lakers. Yeah. We both have picked the Avalanche. We'll yeah. see how it goes. And I picked the Avs last year and was wrong, obviously. But they, I think well, that's because they now ran out of another... goalies. Yeah, they were down to their fourth string. Yeah, it's gonna be tough when Fuck. you're down to your fourth um, string. So let's talk awards, and I think the All awards right. will kind of show why we put teams sure. where we put teams. Sure. Uh, who do you got for Hart Trophy? Well, I got Connor McDavid for the Hart Trophy. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the Edmonton going very far in the. Uh, uh, but they love him. Yeah, but they love him. But he's he, and he's that good. And I just I think you know he he had a great season last year. But Leon Drysaitel kind of came up and was taking a lot of the accolades and and you know won the won the the points race and all this stuff. So I think Connor McDavid's not that he's unhappy with Drysaitel or anything like that. But I think he's just going to have a chip on his shoulder to have an even better season. Do you so, have a Do you have a dark horse pick for the heart off the top of your head? I forgot to tell you I was doing dark horse picks. So dark not horse. Let me spot here. Let me throw one out there. Dark horse. Panarin. Uh, Terry Panarin. 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 Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe that's not a dark horse. He's a very good player. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, even my dark horses, like, they're, they're not, still pretty good. It's not, like, <laughs> it's not like I'm like, oh, I picked the third line center on yeah. the fucking Coyotes. No, no, no. Like, they're still <laughs> yeah. really good players. Uh, Hart, I got Nathan McKinnon. Can't, I think can't he, argue with that. I think he's going to have a fucking 
stellar year. Well, he only had like 30 points in 15 playoff games in the yeah, bubble or something. Yeah, and he's just going to be flying. Uh, and my dark horse is going to be Taylor Hall. Yeah. And this is for two reasons. Or actually only for one reason. That's if Buffalo makes the playoffs. And Eichel has a great season, which which I'll talk about him in a bit. If he has a great season, they're going to look and say, well, what changed on that team? And they're going to look at Taylor Hall and say, well, he's the MVP. Mm-hmm. Even though Eichel's the one that drives the right, line, yeah. they're going to look and say it's Taylor Hall. Because, because he was the addition. Because he was the, the addition. Yeah. So that that's my dark horse if Buffalo does well. Yeah. Uh, right? And, totally that, see that. and East Bias. Yeah. Which is a, which is a real thing. We that's all good. know that in Calgary. I like that. Yeah. Jose Theodore, you prick. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, Vezina, who do you got? Okay, this is good because I, I am going to have a dark horse for this one. I got Andre Vasilevsky as my winner. Okay. I know that's an easy pick, but I mean, who knows what happened. Well, yeah. I just think he's so damn good, right? Yeah. Uh, but my dark horse, and this was actually a guy I wrote in at the beginning here, who I think is definitely going to get some votes this year, is Jacob Markstrom. I think his career trajectory is on a pace where he might not win it, but I think he's going to get some votes. And if Calgary, if he has the year he's expecting to have... Calgary has a very good team on paper. I think he'll get some votes, and he might challenge. I agree with the dark horse. I put dark Jacob Markstrom nice. as the dark horse because if he keeps on ascending, like you said, yeah, uh, then Calgary will be in a really good spot, and that'll garner votes. Exactly. Uh, my business, though, I'm going to give to Carter Hart, and that's why I have the, that's why I have the Flyers being the Penguins in the East. Oh, nice division because okay. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Um, uh, he'll just run into the Leafs, who are. Who are going to be on a mission? I like that because pick. of everything. But I think Carter Hart is is going to be the guy. Um, it, the Vezina is going to go to the goalie on the best team generally, unless yeah. he has like a Connor Hellebuck type year, where mm-hmm. without him the Jets would probably be relegated type thing. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Norris. I picked Victor Hedman. Nice. Just nice chalk pick. Nice and easy. Can't argue with that. Dark horse Seth Jones. And the I only like reason it. he's a dark horse is because he plays in Columbus. Yeah. And it's not a huge market, but his playoff was really fucking good. Yeah. And I think that could carry over. Yeah. You know, and he's a hell of a fucking defenseman. Well, here's... The- I wonder if Nashville wants him back. Yes. You know, like after the <laughs> Johansson trade, like it made sense for both teams. At the time. At the time, Nashville needed a center, Columbus needed a defenseman. Yeah. Here we go. But like, the way it's gone... Yeah. Seth Jones has been the better player in that trade. I wonder if Colorado wishes they drafted him and said Nathan McKinnon. No, I don't think they do. No, that was one thing that whatever you think of Patrick Waugh's time in Colorado, you have him to thank for for, Nathan, for McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon because there was an actual discussion whether you should take McKinnon or or Seth Jones and uh, Patrick Waugh, who coached in the in the same league as McKinnon the year before, said. There, this is not a discussion. You take McKinnon. Yeah. Or, or I'm not working here, basically. <laughs> there so, you there you go. Um, so, to tell you how much I think of your dark horse, I have him winning the Norris this year. There you go. He's yeah. a hell of a fucking defenseman. Yeah, I, so I think he's going to be great. I see him winning the Norris. I think this is a young man's award now. I think it's going to start to go to some young guys, too. So, uh, a dark horse off the top of my head, I would say Shea Theodore. Uh, with uh, Vegas. Yeah. He's going to benefit from playing with Petrangelo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's really talented. He's very talented. All right. Um, Art Ross. I got Connor McDavid. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, dark horse for that would be Jack Eichel. Nice. And that's if Taylor Hall, like if they do their thing. Yeah. You know, I can see them putting up a ton of points because, you know, yeah. 
Jeez, hey, I agree with you. I don't have a dark horse for that one. I'm just thinking. I'm going. Well, that's I'm, because I didn't tell you to, to make a dark horse pick. And I'm I'm going down the <laughs> list. I'm going down the list. I'm like, maybe my dark horse would be Nathan McKinnon. How about that? <laughs> there so you go. I'll throw him out there. there you go. <laughs> and Rocket Richard, who do you got? I got Austin Matthews winning the Rocket Richard. Um, I just I, I think he I think I agree with you. I think the Leafs are going to be on a mission this year. I think he's got a phenomenal playmaker. Lots of couple phenomenal playmakers on that team. So I see him getting you know high forties maybe. In 56 games? Pardon me. I'm, I'm, I'm prorating that. Yes. I'm prorating that. Prorated over a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. a yes, yes. Will um, someone do the math on that for me? Uh, I also have Austin Matthews to win the Rocket. Dark Horse, Steven Stamkos. Because wow. he's been hurt for like the last three years, and maybe he's on a mission. They're they're missing Kucherov. Interesting. Interesting. You know, who knows? Yeah. All right. My uh, dark horse is a Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> dark horse for every yeah. award. Nathan McKinnon. Okay. He's the guy I didn't pick the first time. <laughs> he's not a goalie. Don't worry about it. He's going to win Vezina too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it starts in a week. We're both quite excited. It's we're going to get a sense of normalcy in January now. We're actually going to have. We're going to have hockey and basketball on with mm-hmm. football on the weekends. Mm-hmm. It's going to feel normal. It's, it's still no fans in the stands, yeah. but it's going to feel like more normal scheduling. Yeah, right? exactly. And they're kind of trying to get the, for lack of a better word, cadence down to their yeah. schedules again, though. Like the NHL very much plans to be starting their regular season next year. So yep. we'll see if that can yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I remember talk of them doing an 82-game season for this year. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not that's happen. the dumbest thing ever. You want to do another short season and then start 82 fresh when the, the crack can come in. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's what 100%. it is. And that, that's another thing, too. Another drama to the NHL season. There's an expansion draft coming. Mm-hmm. So how are trades and stuff going to affect? How is all that going to go, you know? That's going to be interesting. So that's going to be interesting. The next episode, we can touch on that a little bit, too. I mean, we've got lots of time to touch on that, too. Yeah. But there's some interesting decisions are going to be have to be made for the local team here. Mm-hmm. We're going to lose mm-hmm. someone that we probably don't want to lose. That is true. That is true. All right. That's been our episode. We'll be back in about two to three weeks with some more content. And uh, do you got anything else to add? Nothing. Nothing. See you then. Have a good one, guys.